1: What's up, guys, and welcome back to Beyond, Beyond the Void
0: Horror Podcast.
1: Oh Yeah, it's 107 episode 107, and we're going to be talking about two movies today, Zombie 3 and Zombie 4 After Death. Bum, bum. So we got a lot of information on that this week, and honestly, I don't think we're going to be doing the news this week. Uh, Because of how much information there is. So if you're looking for your one-stop source for Zombie 3 and 4 trivia and information, you found the motherfucking place. (laughs) (laughs) How how have you been doing, Brittany? Good. Yeah? Yeah. Anything fun? Interesting? How's your mom doing?
0: My mom's good. She's awesome and cute. I don't know. It's been fun. I like hanging out there. It's just I don't have a lot of time. Yeah. Anymore.
1: <laughs> so, like, sorry, I gotta go fucking study.
0: I see her for like, I don't know, see her for a couple hours here and there. I'm like, yeah. hey. Yeah, i like, yeah, so no. glad you came to visit, but I'm sure she's having go a good time. Go back to your closet. Yeah, she's having she's a good getting... time because she doesn't have to take care of kids. So, she just hangs out with my dog.
1: She got, You got your hair, did? I did. Yeah, I looks cut good.
0: It, cut it all off.
1: Yeah. Chop the fucking sleep. shit. Yeah,
0: I was like, just cut it
1: off. Well, you're getting prepared for winter?
0: <laughs> I know I do this every I always like fuck it up like yeah. I like I don't know
1: out this here in I Arizona do. guys it's really hot in the summer which we've been going through and now we're just getting out of and she's cutting her hair when it finally gets cool outside so <laughs> <But> whatever <laughs> I uh celebrated Christina's birthday this week and we had some fun we had some breakfast that made me really sick oh no yeah like uh violently shitting sick oh, that sucks. yeah it was pretty I awesome I
0: to try that place now I won't
1: I think what it was is that they had, um, yeah, that we went to a place called, it's like snooze, right? Snooze. Yeah. It was like this AM bakery and, uh, they have all this like really great stuff. Like they have a lot of vegetarian options and I think they cooked their hash browns in meat. And so when I ate it, I think I got really sick.
0: Oh, well, they probably cooked it on the same. Yeah. I think that's what it was. because meat on.
1: She didn't get sick. Like she ate fit. some of mine. Like I ate. Like I don't know. It was just crazy, man. So, but yeah, guys, picture that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> uh, Brittany, and I also are going to be watching the new Mandy movie by Panos Cosmatos, who did Beyond the Black Rainbow. So next week, guys. We will be doing a review. Is it next week? Yeah, yep. it's next week. It's next we'll be week. doing a review of uh, that movie, and I think Christina might join us. And Mouse if, is coming. If Mouse is going, then he'll probably join us, too, so we'll have Mike set up. So that'll be interesting. It's going to be a late night, that one, because there's only one showing, and it's an advanced screening.
0: I know, and there's, like, um, interviews with the director and Nicolas Cage that they're showing before the movie.
1: Wait, what? Yeah, are They're, that's they're what actually I read. going to be there?
0: Not there, but oh. their interviews, like... Like I'm assuming filmed that they're playing before uh, the movie. That's what I read somewhere.
1: That's I was excited. Oh for no, that. I would
0: be. Uh, I was happy about the, the movie, if but Nicholas then like Nicholas Cage was gonna be there. I'd be like, ah!
1: <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's funny too I'd bring because I
0: jenny's Nicolas Cage pillow and be like, can you sign your face? <laughs> a
1: lot of people make fun of me because I like the movie Mom and Dad a mm. lot. I loved it. And if this movie, if this movie's as good as I hope it is, that could mean that there's two of my favorite movies this year with Nicolas Nicolas Cage, Cage, which is totally beyond me. So I'm curious to see if it'll fit in that list. I've been writing them down each time I watch a movie. So okay (laughs) i'm i'm really hoping that this one's gonna blow the fucking doors off it looks
0: so good it
1: looks like it's fucking the devil's candy meets like fucking nick cage and like his crazy antics and i heard i've heard from people who have seen the movie that it is everything you want from a nick cage freak out movie perfect so i'm all about it guys hope you're excited about it we will be doing a spoiler free discussion of course first so don't have to worry about that and uh I did watch another movie called Trench 11, uh, which I was kind of disappointed about. And I was hoping that it was going to be really good because I like those old, like, World War II fucking, like, supernatural movies. Cause mm-hmm. there's always like some crazy shit, like the devil's rock. Yeah, But this movie, I just, I don't know, the acting was really weird. And it almost, I mean, I'm not trying to put it down, but I mean, it's decent. It's just, it just wasn't what I was expecting. But it seems like they were trying to make a super, like, warrior from Canada in (laughs) it. I was like, this has to be a Canadian film Sweet. because the main star is this one-off tunneler named, I don't know I remember his name is, but he's this alcoholic Canadian who's in serving in the war as a tunneler while there's British and American soldiers with him. And I was like, and he's like the main star. And I'm like, this is totally Canadian. And then by it's the fine. end, it's like, made in Manitoba. And yeah.
0: I love, <laughs> I love Canadians. Sign me the fuck up. No,
1: no offense to you guys out there, but I just, it just, I like, I've. Saw it coming from a mile away. I support
0: you, Canadians. Canadian editor.
1: Anyway, it's all about <laughs> there's a lot of stuff coming out, guys. So, we're going to try to cover as much as we can. Also, for you guys that like video games and horror games and shit like that, I do do a stream. I try not to promote it too much on the podcast too much, but I, you know, I want to tell you guys about it. If you ever want to come by, you can go to twitch.tv forward slash. D-E-K-O-N-R-E-I-G-H-N. And uh, come hang out with us. We usually hang out at 5PT, so Pacific time. But guys, I think it's about that time.
0: Get your titties out. Oh, shit. (laughs) Horse Horse shots!
1: We have a shot that we always try to make. For the one of the movies that we pick each week, uh, when we do the movies, and this week we're talking about Zombie Three and Zombie Four After Death, we decided to pick Zombie Three for this shot. If you've seen the movie then you know that it's about a some sort of contagion or spread virus that they basically created to try to bring people back to life. They've tested it on animals and now they're testing it on humans right off the bat in the beginning of the movie and of course shit goes awfully wrong. Well, the name of that fucking <laughs> yeah, thing, don't say. <laughs> yeah. Go figure. One of the the name that they called this compound is called Death 1. So, we created a shop based Based on Zombie 3 Death 1 Compound. So the shot's called Death 1 Shot, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, this is based on a uh, cocktail that I looked up, and uh, there's a cocktail called Death in the Afternoon. And I was, like, trying to figure out what is, like, an ingredient that we don't always use. Absinthe. And so, yeah, I looked up absinthe. So, it's a death in the afternoon with a twist, because we add a couple ingredients, and we do it a little bit differently. So, you're going to want to drink this from a champagne glass. (laughs) That's
0: how white trash champagne, people say yeah. champagne.
1: Slap like Tarjay.
0: Champagne.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, if you want to, if you're gonna want to drink it from a champagne glass, though, you're gonna pour about half a flute of champagne, and then one shot of your choice of absinthe, whatever you can get, and then you're gonna pour in about a fourth of a shot of sambuca, and then you're gonna chase it with a cherry.
0: Sambuca.
1: Yeah. So it's, it's a it's cherry back. Dude, it sounds fucking delicious, and I wish we could try it right now. I do, too. I don't know why I had to stop drinking. You know what I mean? Yeah. I thanks. mean, come on. <laughs> you Fucking liver. Ruined my life. <laughs> but yeah, guys, I, I definitely... If you guys have these ingredients or are interested in looking them up, please... Uh, do, do a video and show <laughs> us that you taking this shot. We would love to have that. We'd share it with our friends and share it online and give you a big shout out on the cast. Everything. You know, Tell my mom, we've had people do them before and take videos. And sometimes we even actually give away stuff to people who do that. But I'm not saying this time, but I'm just saying we
0: might. We might. Most likely. You never know. Just make a video.
1: But if you guys, guys. would like to make a death one shot. Based on the movie Zombie 3, all you have to do is go to longlivethevoid.com and check out our hashtag horror shot section now. That's it for horror shots. All right, guys, so now we're going to go ahead and jump into our flesh and potatoes of Zombie 3 and
0: Zombie 4 after death. Ooh.
1: So let's go ahead and do that right now. All right, guys, so we're going to kick it off in order, because, you know, we have to. Uh, I have to, or I'll have a seizure. Uh,
0: This is what breaks, Alex. Right, yeah.
1: What? What? Four first? Four? No! No! So, Zombie
0: 3 came
1: out in 1988. Although I saw an interview in one of the movies that, both of the movies, I can't remember which one it was, that they were saying that some of the dates were off from IMDb, but they made the movies, you know, years before, I guess, and yeah. then, and then they got put out. But I want to preface this for you guys because there are a lot of zombie movies that have nothing to do with the Lucio Fulci movies uh, based on Dawn of the Dead. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'll go into more explanation of that, but there's a lot of crazy overlapping in the title Zombie 3, 4, 2, 5, 6, 7. There's been many movies that have been created under those titles that literally were nothing to do with Fulchies, including this one, surprisingly enough. Uh, But to be clear, this is the official unofficial Zombie 3 that we're talking about. So, are you confused? (laughs) I am. (laughs) Welcome. (laughs) Take a number. (laughs) (laughs) The story about Zombie 3 is when a terrorist body infected with a stolen chemical is cremated by the U.S. military, a virus is unintentionally released into the atmosphere over a small island.
0: It's like, I love the fact that they're like, what a terrorist. Well, they don't ever introduce the fact that he's a terrorist. No, like, he's why? just a... he's Asian. <laughs> he's just a terrorist. Like, I, don't... Was he? I don't
1: think he was Asian. It was like,
0: some... Well, it was like some type of like island.
1: They shot everything in the Philippines.
0: Yeah. So he's Philippine. Filipino. Yeah. Right? But
1: then no, there was a, there was just like a regular white guy just running through the woods.
0: <laughs> but yeah. But I'm like, what? Why is he a terrorist?
1: <laughs> oh, I <laughs> <What>? don't know. <laughs> There's no
0: backstory about that. And I thought that was funny too. Cause I, it's in the description and I'm just like huh? (laughs) Why is that important? They don't discuss this.
1: Yeah, and it's interesting because this movie is technically directed by two people, although if you asked one over the other, or if one was still around talking about Lucio Fulci, he would probably tell you, they would probably say that both of them directed it, uh, but Bruno Mattei Uh, is the second unit operator. And I'll tell you about him, too. But it's directed technically by Lucio Fulci, who's done movies like Zombie, a.k.a. Zombie 2, a.k.a. Zombie Flesh Eaters. He did City of the Living Dead, The Beyond, House by the Cemetery... Uh, How to Torture a Duckling, many, 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 many movies like he's a legend in the Italian scene. Now, also, like I said, Bruno Mattei is the second unit director. Uh, He says he's done about 40 percent of the film technically, but he said it's Fulci's stamp. And I'm not sure if he's saying that because he thinks the movie's shit or <laughs> because out of respect, because you can tell that these people really respect him, as anyone would. Uh, but he's directed movies like Strike Commando 1 and 2, Island of the Living Dead, Zombies the Beginning, The Other Hell, Rats, Night of Terror, Scalps, Shocking Dark, and Robo War, to name a few. It was written by Claudio Fragasso, who was also a director. He's done the movies and written... Troll 2, Hell of the Living Dead, The Other Hell, Rats, Night of Terror. He's also directed Monster Dog, Beyond the Darkness, Night Killer. Uh, we've we've talked about him numerous times before. He and Bruno Mattei have worked together in the same film company, so they kind of worked under the same production wheelhouse that produced a lot of movies out there, including this one, obviously, and the next one, Zombie 4. Um it was also co-written by Rosella Drudy, who has pretty much worked on everything that Claudio Fragasso has done, uh, and a few extra things, uh, so I won't go over every single one, but she's really awesome. You, if you ever see interviews of them together, they're always together. I think they're married.
0: They're married, yeah.
1: But she kept her last name, I guess. I don't know. Uh, it's also produced by Franco Gondenzi. He is the producer of Strike Commando 2, Robo War, Alien from the Deep, Shocking Dark, After Death... Which is Zombie Four, Born to Fight, Night Killer. It also has special effects and makeup by Franco de Girolamo. Girolamo, I think that's how you say it. He's done Nightmare City, Zombie Four After Death, The Black Cat, The New York Ripper, Strike Commando 2, Robo War, Shocking Dark, and Night Killer. You're going to hear a lot of the similar movies, and by the way, as I was doing the research on this. So just bear with us. Yeah, it's a lot of repeats. Yeah, because everybody seems to be working together on these films that we're talking about. So they all seem to kind of recycle people. Uh, Some of the cast is Daron Serafian, who plays Kenny. He acted in a few movies, but he's actually really known for being a director, actually. So he's been in movies for acting as Plankton. Oh, shit. Yeah, Creatures from the Abyss. Yeah. And also uh, Interzone. He directed and wrote Alien Predators, which is a movie I still want to get. It's also known as The Falling, Interzone, Terminal Velocity, an episode of The Twilight Zone in the two thousands. He did eight episodes of CSI Miami, episodes of uh, an episode of Lost. He did twenty two episodes of House, the TV show. He also did like six episodes of Hemlock Grove and st- nice. with The Strain, and just many, many more. I love The Strain. So it's crazy that he's in such a brood of like. Mm-hmm. Stuff, so he's not just an actor, you know. Uh, also, it stars Beatrice Ring, who plays Patricia. She was in the movies Interzone, The Sicilian Connection, and more stuff I can't pronounce or know of. <laughs> um, no offense to anyone. Uh, also, it stars Ottaviano del Acqua. He plays Roger. He's mostly a stunt man in many, many films. I've uh, we've actually talked about him before. I won't go through them all because he has about eighty-two acting credits and one hundred and ninety-eight stunt credits. So he's the zombie in the first Fulci zombie movie that comes up out of the ground, the big iconic mm-hmm. picture. He acted in Nightmare City, The Beyond, Escape from Galaxy 3, 2019, After the Fall of New York, which, by the way, when 2019 comes around, maybe we should watch that. Yeah. <laughs> Just to see a comparison to today. <laughs> uh- <laughs> I'm interested. Uh, He also starred in Strike Commando 2, Zombie 4, and many more. I also mentioned he did some stunts uh, before in John Wick Chapter 2, Rome, the TV series, the Stalindol Syndrome, and Red Sonja, to name a few. It also stars Massimo Vanni, who plays Bo. He's also a part stuntman, but he's also more of an actor. Uh, He's acted in the 1990 The Bronx Warriors, Warriors of the Wasteland, Escape the Bronx, Rats Night of Terror, and Zombie 4 and Wax Mask. It also stars Yuli Reinthaler. She plays Nancy. She was in Enigma, which is another Fulci film, and only this movie. Also stars Marina Loy, who plays Carol. She was in Demons 2 and Antithesis. But other than that, that is enough for the cast and crew. Brittany, what do you think of this movie? What did you? This is your first time.
0: Yeah, so I went in with like really low expectations for both of these movies, to be honest. Okay. Because I, you know, you don't really think that when you get this far into into a franchise, whether it's a fran- part of the franchise or not part of the actual franchise, right? It's kind yeah. Of like you're confused about it in general, and then the fact that these are '80s <laughs> movies, you never really know what you're gonna get with it. It's like right? A box yeah. Of chocolates. <laughs> anyway, I ended up being pleasantly surprised. Really? Okay. Yeah, I wasn't. And I, w- I mean, you know.
1: I was yeah. expecting you to get pissed for watching this.
0: <laughs> no, no, I was expecting to be pissed too, but I wasn't. <laughs> I expected another fuck you, Alex, like moment at the end of it. But no, I feel like it's, you know, you laugh at parts you're not supposed to laugh at. Right. Like, my mom didn't think I was watching a... Scary movie because she kept hearing me laugh. She's just like I'm hearing screaming, and then you going, "Ha ha!" <laughs> She's like, "What the fuck? <laughs> like, I don't understand what's happening." Um, I don't know. I think like obviously it's a very recycled kind of story concept. Okay. I feel like maybe not then, sure, but now you know for both of the movies, but. You know the acting's not terrible. The dubbing is questionable, but you know that's just the fucking way it is.
1: It's pretty bad, actually. Um, Yeah, yeah. (laughs) it's worse than the second, the one, uh, the fourth one.
0: Yeah, well, (laughs) the the fourth one's like a lot of uh, like English speaking actors. Well,
1: yeah, I think there was only two people on this one. That were speaking so. English? Yeah. Or no, that spoke Italian. They spoke Italian. Yeah. yeah
0: so it's it's interesting. But I, I don't know. I These are enjoyable movies to me. They're ones that I, I would watch again. Maybe not so much the fourth one, but the third one okay. I actually, I liked a lot. Okay. So they're interesting stories. The concepts are cool. The zombies are fun. It has a better story to tell. I feel like it's more concise. It makes okay. more sense. So I was really surprised. I didn't think it was going to be as fun as it was, but it was entertaining. Okay. So... And I liked the i don't I thought they had decent chemistry with each other. There was just a lot of stupid fucking moments, but yeah, it's like why <laughs> why is this happening?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I know it's like. This isn't, like, one of Fulci's greatest movies, first off. I mean, to give you guys a little bit of history on the whole franchise and why it began, if you've ever heard of Zombie, which is the American title, uh, they also called it Zombie 2, I believe, and in the UK, it was called Zombie Flesh Eaters, which is what started this whole Italian thing. But before that, George Romero made his most popular film, in my opinion, which is Dawn of the Dead. Uh, I I don't know if it's his most popular. Night of the Living well, Dead is probably sure. the most most popular, well but I think remembered. Dawn of the Dead is the epitome of great zombie film in my opinion. Mm-hmm. The first one you cannot shake a stick at because it created an entire genre, but as far as an entertaining to entertaining one, Dawn of the Dead has always been popular and that movie was actually released in Italy like almost a year before it came out to America. I think it was like six months, I think I believe I think it right. was. Yeah. Which we just hit the Fortieth anniversary recently, guys. Dawn of the Dead.
0: Yes. Holy fuck.
1: And uh, the the Italian release anniversary. So, but Lucio Fulci, the Italian director, he loved the film so much, as did many people, and he decided that he wanted to make a sequel to it in Italy. Which, in Italy, Dawn of the Dead, I believe, was actually called Zombie, or he decided to make a sequel called Zombie Two, AKA Zombie Flesh Eaters, AKA you know, the the list goes on there. But it started a whole zombie craze over in Italy, so it was pretty inevitable that they were probably going to make some sort of sequel at some. Although I don't think many people thought it was going to be this movie. (laughs) Yeah. So, Zombie 3 was born of this, and it essentially borrows the name, but it doesn't really have anything to do with Dawn of the Dead or its unofficial Italian sequel, Zombie 2. In fact, I feel it borrows more from films like Nightmare City and Return of the Living Dead more than any of the earlier zombie movies or Dawn of the Dead. So, to me, personally, but... You got infected people being burned and the ash causes people to be infected and turn. Then even steal a sort of a line from Return of the Living Dead where he said, I can smell your brains. But there was a guy riding in a car in this movie who says, <laughs> I want to drink your blood. And, and and he's like, oh, I want to drink your brains like that or something. And I was like, oh, dude, that's like a ripoff right there. But also in Nightmare City, the zombies were animated in like running and like carrying guns and shit like that and like really fast. Uh, so I kind of compared to that as well because um, they're like hyper aggro zombies that can sometimes even speak. So it's kind of weird.
0: Yeah, I know. And that's like, I, I don't know. I got so kind of frustrated with <coughs> well, both of these movies because they not with the the ones that can talk or whatever, but I'm like, what are you? Are you a fast zombie? A slow zombie? Right? What's happening? Kind of has
1: like a mix of them. There's a
0: mixture, yeah. And I'll one zombie's never more, the same
1: because like the people who wrote it were t- saying that they have this like mutation theory that they think that zombies have should mutate and change and not just be slow walking zombies. So. But they even have birds that get infected in this one that mm-hmm. spread a virus more. You know, it's a it's a schlock hoedown down a zombie proportions pretty much. Uh, <laughs> they they jump around from ceilings, wield weapons, charge at people, making weird distorted sort of evil Dead Two voices screeching. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. then tackling people and fucking manhandling everybody. Like uh, interesting. They got exploding heads, infected animals. I mean, you name it. It's a fun movie to me, but I think it's definitely an acquired taste thing for a lot of people. I think if you're a fan of the zombie movie that Fulci first did, then you might appreciate this one, or you could hate it. Yeah. Like, I think it's a fair... You know, it's going to divide people, I think. I
0: mean, I feel like zombie is an acquired taste for people.
1: <laughs> I think people, that's his most popular film.
0: It is, because a lot of people just don't get it. They don't care for it either.
1: Personally, I'm a City of the Living Dead fan, but everybody has their first Fulci film as their favorite, because they'd never seen anything like that before. Right. So... Um, but, you know, it's definitely not the same brood of direction or talent as its predecessors, so the first zombie movie. Um, but, you know, it's still fun to watch in the so-bad-it's-good category, but you absolutely can't go wrong with the cover of this film, which, holy fucking shit, does that... They, if you guys remember, if you're old enough, we used to fucking rent movies in stores and see pictures of the movies before we had internet on the walls, and that was our internet. And if I saw this fucking thing on the wall, I would be like, holy shit, I'm watching that tonight. They got the fist with the fucking zombie eyes, a couple of zombies, and the girl screaming. It looks fucking beautiful. That's like, the cool. colors are everything. I want the poster, even though I'm not the biggest fan of this movie. But
0: yeah, the poster art's amazing for both.
1: I think the poster's probably better than the movie, <laughs> in my opinion. But...
0: <laughs> it sells it better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: But, I mean, even if you hate the movie, you have to love this, which I think it is part of why people even... You know, know about this one as well, that, and it was during a time when Fulci was really sick, and it was kind of towards the end of his career and everything. um you got a few songs in it. they're really amazing, but I think they're pretty decent. you know, one's like a rock track and one's like like this fast action music um that they did. I thought it was pretty decent, and actually, the blu rays that I got, the from Severin. I got part three and four. They both come with the um, soundtrack. Oh, cool. With the movie. So not just in the movie, like a separate Looks disc. Separate. Yeah. yeah which awesome. I, I was like, holy shit, I didn't even realize that.
0: That's really cool. It's a nice touch.
1: I think so. But it's the music's done by Zach S. Main which uh, I'm glad they included in there. So the lighting in this one I thought was a little overdone, but it kind of is cool. To give it that kind of like weird aesthetic. Everything's green lit in the backgrounds to show some sort of infection move. Seems way more artistic than the movie kind of was, I think. Um, But I don't know. It's got that 80s metal rock band video feel to it. Yeah, it totally does. To kind of give you that. It
0: absolutely feels that way the entire movie. It's
1: totally backlit like a fucking 80s hair band fucking video. You know what I mean?
0: Exactly. It feels very like, I don't know. ACDC or right something. or something like, I it's, don't know it's fucking, maybe not ACDC but like Metallica kind of <gasps> like not hair metal but
1: like I always think of like you know Slumber Party Massacre which I really want to watch part one <laughs> we, and two by the way
0: I'm okay with that I
1: would love to do that but
0: I like Slumber Party Massacre
1: yeah they don't normally do lighting like that unless it's like one of those retro pastiche mil- movies kind of like Hobo with a shotgun and stuff which is really which cool is so dope um, love but, that shit it just felt a little weird to this one compared to what we had seen with Zombie the first one mhm Um, the gore in this one is, uh, I would say it's actually more mild than you would see in zombie. So if you've never seen this and you're looking for like those show pieces, we always talk about, which Fulci was like notorious for is showcasing the special effects and the, and the talented people that worked for him. Um, but not much to show here. There's a few okay, like kind of gore scenes, but nothing like really crazy, just some exploding heads, a couple limbless things, people cutting their stuff off. Um, but nothing like over the top crazy that would blow your mind and yeah. you'd go, Oh my god, that's my favorite scene ever. This is not that movie. So, some of the zombies in it I thought actually looked really cool. There was one in particular that I loved, and I'll talk about that later. Um, uh, but most in this movie were kind of meh. They weren't terrible. No, 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 no. They just, it's just, I don't know, man. But I'd say in the end, guys, the, the film follows a story from start to finish. I don't think it's like a deep one. No. The, you know, but it is a story nonetheless that you can kind of follow. The movie feels kind of detached and all over the place. And there's a reason why. And I'll explain that here in a little bit. But it's your typical Italian acting in this one with uh, really crappy dubs, uh, you know, silly dialogue and extremely campy stuff. I'll say that this movie has grown on me as I've rewatched it and rewatched it over the years. So it's kind of become one of those ones that I kind of go to not every year, but I'm like, I don't i'm not disappointed when i watch it so but it's not amazing but it's fun to throw on once in a while see an italian zombie film i think it has probably the better bird attack scene yeah bird birdemic as a whole <laughs> even though that movie is so bad it's good i can't watch that movie again i will never watch that movie
0: i, just, again. I can't take anything seriously that's not the birds oh when it yeah it comes to a bird attack movies right i'm "I'm sorry alfred hitchcock did it the best leave it alone
1: well and birdemic which is just like shoestring budget you know they made a movie on a shoestring budget and and a lot of these movies that we watch the two movies is that
0: the fifth one well no they're the fifth one to this is
1: oh uh, birds it's called killing birds Killing Birds, yeah
0: Yeah. killer yeah whatever it's ridiculous and i was like oh they would just okay
1: yeah they just went
0: from three and then ran with the okay
1: i'm kind of hoping and i don't know if severin is listening to this you guys got to let me know if you're going to be putting out the fifth one on Blu-ray, because I got to get it anyway, because I, I I wasn't sure if I wanted to get three and four, but I am so fucking glad I did, because those Blu-rays, for one, not just as the quality is pretty damn good, they put in some old interviews and extras and stuff like that, but... Uh, As a whole, just having the the music, the movie, and a black clamshell case is fucking fantastic. It just makes the artwork pop. Yeah. Like, I fucking love it. Like, I could stare at these posters, guys, for like hours, and I have to get the fucking Zombie 3 poster, even though it's not one of my favorites. It's really cool. It's like just beautiful. Like, I just want it. So if any of you out there agree with me, shout out in the comments, but... So, I've been, I've been alluding to some of the trivia that I've been wanting to tell you guys about. Now, the producer, Godenzi, wanted Fulci to direct it, not Bruno Mattei or Fergasso, who worked for him on numerous projects. So, there was a little bit of, you know, people, Admitted that, obviously, Fulci was the big man, but they wanted their hand at it, you know, their shot at it. I think Bruno Mattei more than anybody. Um, But Fulci was definitely sick during this time. He was okay when they were pre-producing it, but then when it came time to go to the Philippines, he found out that he was sick with liver cancer. Uh, Or I just, I guess he found out before, but when he went there, it started affecting him, like, really strong. So... So he had a really rough time there and he wasn't able to shoot everything. So they had him do a second unit. Now, there's a story on this because Fulci is known by many people to be like the kind of guy who puts his actors through the ringer. A little bit. He can be a little rough on people. Um, Those he really liked, he wouldn't be, but he was really tough because he was extremely passionate. And some people, you know, weren't too fond of that, Uh, but everybody respects his talent. So, Um, but apparently Fulci did long canoeing scenes for this movie to make the film 90 Minutes. And uh, the producer, Godenzi, was furious with this choice because he literally shot over an hour of canoeing on purpose. So, and I'll explain why. Fulci shot an hour's worth of canoeing. He ended up firing Fulci's editor for this and made <laughs> Fregasso and his wife, Rosella, rewrite it, rewrite the whole movie, which Fulci didn't even like the story 100% from the get. To
0: begin with, yeah.
1: So... Forgasso said he would only rewrite it if Fulci agreed and Fulci gave his blessing. But it's funny because Fulci hated the production on this movie because they wouldn't allow him to make the movie he wanted. They didn't prepare it well enough because he's a perfectionist. And so as an act of revenge, he shot those long canoeing scenes to waste money as a middle finger to fucking the, the producer. Oh my God. <laughs> In fact, this is a quote from Fulci saying this. He said I don't repudiate any of my movies except Zombie 3. But that movie's not mine. It's the most foolish of my productions. It has been done by a group of idiots. <laughs> <laughs> that's what he's like quoted as saying. Oh shit. I don't know if that's 100% true, but it was on Wiki and I Ouch. <laughs> he's pretty passionate, so I don't doubt it. You can tell that like Fragasso is highly respecting of Fulci. Yeah. Uh, the way he talks about him and stuff in the interviews and shit. So, but I just thought it was funny because it sounds like. Sounds kinda, like him. Yeah. Because apparently a lot of people said he was very sarcastic. As I mentioned before, Bruno said that he probably did about 40% of the film. When they had to go back to do the reshoots, the actors didn't want to come back to the set in the Philippines. They asked them to, but they were like, fuck no, I ain't going back to that shithole. I know. Damn. That's what they said. <laughs> They're like, they may not say that, but that's what they felt like. Yeah. Some of them had prior engagements, but because they were out there for five or six weeks. So, <laughs> but yeah, they said that they were like, fuck, fuck you. We're not going back to that shithole. But uh, I guess some of the conditions, because it was so fucking hot. It's Philippines. Yeah, yeah. It's like, luck. you know, not a normal condition of weather. Yeah, in the the, 80s. <laughs> they literally have floods there four or five times a year that wash out their houses and and they have to rebuild them that's
0: bad like
1: that's how bad it is in the areas that they were for- filming mm-hmm. um, apparently during the shooting of this because Fulci had cancer of the liver he asked some of the Filipino medicine doctors to work on him and Fragasso said that he you know you know where they kind of like push on your body and pretend to do surgery and pull out chunks of meat it's like a sleight of hand magic trick you've never seen this no are you fucking serious I've never seen this Oh, my God. I have to show you some of this. Basically, what they do is they push on his body and knead on his on his stomach or whatever. And they go, oh, there's some cancer here. I got to get that out. And then they pull a chunk of meat out like a magic trick, even though it's not They're They're saying it's from his body, but it's just rotted meat. Weird. And then he pulls it out and throws it out. Forgasso was like, they really kind of fucked with him on that. He was like, I didn't like that. They kind of took advantage of him. Mm. Thought it was interesting, though. Bruno, I was saying, he was second unit. So any of the, the very beginning of the movie where the guy steals all this stuff, Bruno made that up on the spot. Any of the guys in the white suits that are cleaning up all the people and killing all the zombies and the people, he shot any of them. <laughs> and the end of the movie. So everything else is is Fulci's. Interesting, though. I didn't even know that. But And also, another thing is that this location that they shot was actually the same location where they shot Apocalypse Now. Oh, really? Yeah. Same hotel, same everything. It had just been derelict for a long time, and they hadn't really done anything with it. But that's where they actually shot the movie. Interesting. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. So there's there's a lot of history on that, too, that I'll get into when we get into Zombie 4 a little bit. But, yeah, I just thought it was uh, pretty interesting. And if you didn't notice, guys, if you've seen this movie, there's a scene where they put a, an infected body in the... In the like furnace. On either side you got um Mattei on the left and Claudio Fragasso on the right. So they are actual actors in that scene because they had to add it in.
0: That's cute.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was kind of funny. You know, they got low budget. They can't just go hiring people. They're like, I'll fucking stand in. Yeah. We don't well, need to pay anybody for this.
0: Just turn her back to the
1: camera. I don't even think Bruno got paid Fuck that. for the movie. Yeah. Like he just did his regular salary job.
0: Crazy.
1: Yeah. It's interesting. Did you have any uh, standout scenes that you enjoyed, or
0: <laughs> I like the first, like the first
1: major scene in the movie,
0: obviously where they inject or infect or whatever the dude that they have in like a see in like a ti- he looks like he's in like a time capsule.
1: Yeah, they put him in like some sort of infection chamber, whatever the fuck it is. Yeah, yeah it's
0: basically it's like a human Tupperware,
1: right? Essentially, <laughs> where he breaks through. Is that the one you're talking yeah. about? Yeah.
0: But I love what the that change that that was cool. Um, So as he starts changing from being human to becoming a zombie... It's interesting. Like, it's not bad. The effects are cool, but I love the doctor, scientist, whatever, and the oh, chick in that entire scene because they're so stupid.
1: Oh my <laughs> god! And dude, that they're doctor, they're fucking
0: standing there the whole time, and they they're watching this happen, like all of this unfold, right, with like this dude changing to becoming a super like violent
1: and they crazy don't leave human. the room, and they
0: don't leave the room. I know. They're just standing there the whole time, and she's just like. Ah, oh my ah, and the noises coming out of her. I'm just like, stop.
1: Dude, the, the the guy who plays the main scientist or whatever, he was so crazy, <laughs> like always yelling. <laughs> like that was the only time in the movie where he wasn't yelling. is that part? <laughs> like and he's screaming at the top of his lungs all the time and it's way too animated it's
0: crazy (laughs) but like that was that you know and this is in the first five minutes of the movie and i'm just like oh this is gonna be interesting right yeah you know so i'm just like that's one of the moments where i'm like i shouldn't be laughing at this but this is hilarious because they're so fucking i'm like leave the room what are you fucking (laughs) doing (laughs) like when there's so many moments in this movie where you're just like Oh okay then this is this is how they made this a what this kn- is this is how they made this a zombie movie. this is how they make it you know it's very obvious that it's a horror movie, you know what I mean right yeah they follow so many different like tropes, I guess as far as like. Um, Well, it's always up in the air how the zombie. Yeah, like (laughs) it's always
1: up in the air how the zombie thing starts, but everybody has their own spin on it. That's why I always think that it's more like Hell of the Living Dead or um, Return of the Living Dead or, you know, it's always some chemical or whatever. Those are just a little bit different, but because I think zombie was just voodoo, straight up voodoo.
0: I think so. Yeah. So it's just like it's so incredibly predictable. Yeah you know and it just it, like it doesn't bother me with okay. this movie like it would with any other one like you know you know what you know what's gonna happen before it happens like you know moments that are leading up to stuff before it gets that, to that point like you know when the, the chick and that dude separate themselves from the group to go off to do whatever the fuck they're doing okay like at first of all they're gonna go fuck somewhere <laughs> you know I was like please let them do it and <laughs> I was like they I thought they were and I was gonna be all excited because they're gonna kill him during a sex scene but it didn't happen do you
1: know now that I'm thinking about it Playing, something but. that they did that's really good um i don't know if you've ever seen the movie outbreak where yes. they With the monkey, yeah. And then they kind of follow like where somebody touches a cup. And I think like they did an actually decent job. This is way before outbreak, you know. I think the outbreak came out in like the nineties,
0: as far as I know, it was like mid nineties. It had Dustin Hoffman in it.
1: Yeah. I I like that movie, patient zero. And they were always talking about that.
0: Yeah. I actually really like that movie.
1: Well, there's a part in this where like, okay, so like the guy gets, you know, steals the the shit as the guy's trying to transport it in this like really ridiculous way in a <laughs> helicopter and somebody comes out and shoots everybody and fucking takes the fucking antigen or not the antigen. It would be to the fucking virus from him, knocks him out. And then the infective thief goes and runs to a hospital after it drops out of his hand. Cause his helicopter is like shooting at him and he drops it and it cuts his hand and he like, it starts getting infected and you could tell he's like going to turn. So He decides to go into this hotel, and he cuts his fucking hand off.
0: That scene was cool.
1: It was cool, but then the maid comes in oh, yeah. oh and my then, god i forgot about that part this is the part that kind of tripped me out because i'm like thinking to myself like first of all she she's like <laughs> hello is anybody in here hello me fluff your pillow no I, <laughs> when she comes in to clean up and and like uh what do they call it down the the turn down the fucking room yeah turn down for what out- she was like burr, yeah she was all like breaking her burr, 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 ass like burr, burr, burr. popping locking and shit <laughs>
0: I love that song. (laughs) Turned out for what? Anyway. (laughs) Anyway,
1: she goes in and the guy's in the bathroom after he cut off his hand, right? And so she knocks on the bathroom door because he's unresponsive. And then she's like, sir, sir, are you okay? And then she opens it up and she's like, oh my God, there's a hand in the sink. (laughs) Let me go towards it for some odd reason. (laughs) Gotta clean that up. (laughs) And then... She comes in closer to look at it again, even more when she already knows what it is. Her reaction's pretty fucking clear. And then he smashes her face against the mirror, but not in the way that you would think like smashing the glass like that would have been cool. He just kind of like it's almost like he was like, oh, I want to be careful so I don't hurt her. And then just blood comes out of her mouth like ridiculously.
0: She's like very obviously just had a bunch of blood in her mouth. And then as soon as he pressed her cheeks up against the mirror, she just spits it out. Yeah.
1: Like it made a lot of those moments. Yeah, and it's funny too because it reminded me of the Boogeyman when the kid comes in the window and the blood just comes out of his mouth.
0: Oh my god, it's like one of my favorite scenes. I laugh so hard. <laughs>
1: But yeah oh that's so fucking hard. But then and then and then it goes further, right? So she spits the blood out and then all the people the like people the containment unit comes upstairs and find her nailed to the door with like the this knife, rickety right? knife Yeah, like like, like one out. of those fucking like it's closet like doors. Door. <laughs> yeah. It's got the slats where it's like pointed down and she's in and, and like the guy with his one hand <laughs> fucking stabbed her up like so her feet are not touching the ground in some sort of michael myers i was just
0: gonna say like the dude the kitchen knife in the kitchen right on the the pantry door right yeah
1: she's just sitting there and i was like oh my god this is so bad
0: i like right like leading up to before he gets to the into the room though when he gives like he comes in i need a room sorry sir we're all filled up and then he like (laughs) slams down like two dollar bills that's what it looks like. Oh, two like crumpled yeah. up fucking- That's a Christina cringy said. Crunchy ass dollar bills. And the guy's like, oh, wait. He
1: said, I God. want a room. I said, I want a room.
0: Here's where my all... $2.
1: <laughs> I think there was a 20 and like $5 bills. Something... So I'm like, 25 bucks? He's yeah. like, well, in that case, I do have a room.
0: Yeah. I'm like, come on. Like, <laughs> at least get like a fresh crispy hundy. Yeah, like, right. Or something. Uh, what the hell is uh, that? It looked that like two a... crumpled up dollar bills. Again, another moment where I was small like- Small budget. <laughs> I was like, "This is funny." <laughs> like, no one on the crew had like a hundred dollar bill they well, could borrow.
1: Think about it this way: but they're, it's they're Philippines too. They're so. Italian, and they're in the Philippines, so right. finding American money had to have been tough. Oh, I'm um, sure. <laughs> it might not even have been real.
0: I don't. It doesn't look like it. It literally looks like crumpled up dollar bills. And uh, I, I don't know. I think it was 120, and then like a single or something. It was okay. a weird like I was like I literally examined that as much as I could, which sounds so stupid. But
1: did did you have another uh, scene?
0: Uh, the bird attack scene was pretty great.
1: Okay, I like um, that
0: on the bus or whatever. Like, cause it it was a bus, right? Yeah. There was, well, no, a, uh, it was a camper camper. Yeah. yeah, like the camper trailer that the chicks are in. The the, the back and forth between the chicks on this camper and the dudes in the cars. F- he's
1: hilarious. always snapping his fingers like the fawns. Yeah,
0: it's terrible. <laughs> it is so 80s. He's like, yeah, cheesy. I just want to have
1: sex, man. So crappy. And
0: they're like, they're um, military, right? Those dudes, the dudes. Yeah, they're military. Yeah. So I just remember because later he's like, we're one of you when they, you know.
1: They're Americans. Yeah. And yeah. The, the,
0: that whole exchange between the chicks and them is really funny. But then the birds attack and I'm just like, Right, <laughs> it's, it's so stupid. It was
1: pretty silly. <laughs> again, more but I liked it I'm because, just, like,
0: my ass off. For you no see reason. the bird
1: on the ground. He's like, "Oh, look! It looks like it's moving." Do you remember that part? Yes, I
0: laughed again. Another one. All... <laughs>
1: and then it bites his face, and he's, all... All... and he's like, "Oh!" <laughs> and then she hugs him. Fuck. Like oh my god, you poor little child! Like he's like he can't help himself. Like like I was like, what the fuck?
0: I totally forgot about those two, which is ridiculous. Like, yeah, it was this- sad because there's so. There is another different- scene with them later that I was like, are you fucking kidding me, <laughs> guys?
1: There's so many different types of fucking groups in this. There's like the yeah. army guys. You got the scientists, then you got the military fucking compound. Then you got this like random group of girls, random t- couple, I guess, and then there's yeah, other people too somewhere else. There's a lot of fucking characters There's in this movie. There's a lot. It,
0: it get, and it ju- and jumbles all over the place. But it's still... I felt it was still an easy enough story to follow. It's just there's a couple side stories along with the main story. It was a
1: little hard to follow along for me. A little bit
0: but it's still to me it still made sense so I I get it like it's they're just trying to follow different stories but and show how far this spreads so then they all end up coming together it's anyway which is weird but whatever.
1: One of the things that really bugged me is and I know that they put it in this movie intentionally but it just pisses me off. It's one of those things where you're just like fucking mad at the character and you're mad at the writing a little bit Um, like okay so The scientists, you know, they get this shit out in the open. They finally contain it because they find the guy who is infected. But even though technically there's another guy who works at the hotel who touched the glass and gets infected um, that they don't know about. But it probably wouldn't have spread as bad as it had if they if the fucking military guy that's in charge of this whole fucking operation to contain it didn't burn the fucking body. And the scientist goes up to him and he's like. He's like, did it ever occur to you that maybe you shouldn't burn a body that might spread contaminants into the atmosphere? And he's like, oh, that's science fiction. What are you talking about? And he walks off like, fuck you. Then, this is the part that really gets me pissed, right? So, later, when it's apparent that the cause of the spread is definitely because of the fucking goddamn fucking burning people, like, the burning infection that's in the air and mutated, he exclaims, the scientist exclaims in a rather extremely animated and wild and poor-acted way that he's working on an antidote, and he's, like, freaking out when he's telling this officer, this, like, head officer, (laughs) and the same army guy who said you know all that science fiction says we need to shoot all the infected people and the scientist says no we might have a cure the army guy says we're just simple soldiers we don't know anything about your science things and or we don't do science thing that's your job you let us do ours i'm like you motherfucker i
0: would have shot that dude
1: (laughs) yeah well he would have died if that would have happened well yeah but it's (laughs) worth
0: it (laughs) i'm sorry worth it like yeah that I agree with you on that, that all the, that exchange in general, I'm just like, Why?
1: we're just simple military, military guys. I'm we like, do what we're told. He's like, I was like, well, where the fuck was that concept when you fucking burn the body, jackass? Right.
0: <laughs> it's so fucking stupid. Like, I don't know. Like, I, I I agree with you on that. I was like, come on, seriously?
1: Yeah. Um, and then. What's another scene? What do you got?
0: So the chick and that guy, I don't remember their fucking names. Yeah. They no. th- they disappear. To go find help or something. What the fuck did they go? Because they were. I don't remember wh- why they leave. I don't, I don't know which scene you're talking about. The well, the, okay. So it ends up with. Um, it's just her and this guy. She ends up getting tackled by the zombie out of this like second story window.
1: Okay, I kind of vaguely remember that.
0: Into this like lake
1: pond. Oh, where she loses her legs. Yeah. Oh, that chick.
0: Or whatever. Like. Yeah.
1: Like she's like <coughs> out of the water. <laughs> I kept making those noises and Christina was laughing because she's like,
0: (laughs) it's not an amazing scene by any means. Like, because it's like cool, it's just so ridiculous. And I'm like, why did she, where'd her legs go?
1: Oh okay, you well, know what I mean. I'm she like, said that the they fuck? actually tied them behind her back.
0: No, I just I meant like who ate them or why would they get removed? Zombies so like, in the, the water, bro. I, I guess, but they don't show any until the ones coming out of the cave. You don't
1: see blood come up. There's Nothing. No blo-
0: yeah, there's literally no lead up to that moment. But it is kind of cool when he discovers that she has no legs, and then she starts attacking him. And I'm yeah. like, what the hell? <laughs> I, what? Got no <laughs> I got no legs. I got no legs. Like the ten and ten, you got Ching, no chink. legs. Um, but <laughs> but I like then and then he's like he you know throws her off of him or whatever the fuck he does and throws her back into the lake and then she just disappears
1: oh yeah he just pushes she her off she never comes
0: back around he just pushes her off and then he like starts trying to leave and then keeps coming into contact with all these random Water Zom- zombies? Zombies. Like, no, he gets out. Like, he eventually gets out of the water. And then he's going up these stairs and comes into contact. Like, the zombie, like, comes behind a fucking plastic fence or some shit from the trees. Like, yeah. they're all coming out of fucking nowhere. Like, no sign of any of this before. And they're just like, Bruh! And they're like, all
1: fucking hyper crazy, and dude. they're weird.
0: Like, some of them are super slow and, like, classic zombie. And then some of them are, like, really fast moving and, like, gymnasts. Right and its nuts
1: well like i said they talked about like how the writers they he said like the
0: mutation right yes yeah, some
1: people prefer slow zombies and some of us like fast zombies and some of us like mutated zombies that change on a whim right so and that apparently is where the writers went but
0: i guess i, I don't know but i i just like it was comical to me because he's like military mm-hmm. right so you know and he's in shape but yet he's like so winded so easily And he can't get away from these moderately moving zombies. And I'm like, bro, you're military.
1: Well, he keeps looking at them all the time instead of just booking. Yeah, Yeah, and he
0: stops every time. Like, clear, dead stop. It was so confusing. And then he ends up back in the lake. And then this is after he saw the three huge
1: Right. That was a Fulci scene.
0: Like- huge you guys like they look like these monster humans and it's actually really fucking cool coming out of this random cave that you never saw prior to that okay and then he is they are so far away and then all of a sudden he's in the water and they're right behind him okay and that was i was actually kind of like (laughs) that was like a tense scene for me
1: that scene is actually directed by fulci it's really
0: cool right like i actually like even though i was Basically, talking about how this, this whole scene was really stupid, but that it ends up leading to this moment, which is cool, which is really cool, right? And I actually, for the only one, actually the only time in this movie I got tense was in that scene because I was like, "Ew!" <laughs> yeah, and those zombies are F- puffed up. They're fucking cool. Like yeah. they're they're puffer cool. zombies. Like, the makeup is cool looking, and um, they move in an interesting way, and they are very believable.
1: Right? I got to mention one other scene. I think it's the girl that was with the guy that gets bit by the birds and they go to a gas station and there's that really cool looking zombie in there. Yes. That's one of my favorite zombies in the whole film because he's got like this melty face, but it looks really cool. And the whole scene is like this action scene where he's trying to cut her with a machete and he's like swinging it at her and she's like fucking ducking and fucking doing some fucking karate fucking moves. (laughs) Karate! (laughs) She's not hitting him or anything, but she, he's like chopping at her and always missing and stuff. And this, I mean, this is a really cool scene. That is a cool scene. And then the fucking zombie blows up in the fucking gas station. I thought that was one of the best scenes in the whole fucking film. And I come to find out, apparently, that was Falchi's brilliance. Makes sense. You know what I mean? This is the
0: same girl who supposedly bucks her leg up later on in the movie, but then continuously forgets about it.
1: Right. And I'm like, has she been bit? Like, what's going on? Because she
0: jumped out of the car. Right. So then you think she either broke her ankle, sprained her ankle, or really like hurt her leg because she's limpy and then she has to get carried and whatever. Right. And then fast forward about 20 minutes later, she's like running. (laughs) <laughs> normally yeah. through the forest or whatever like she keeps like and then she'll be limping again and then it's like she just keeps forgetting that she's supposed to be pretending she has an injured leg and <laughs> well, she I'm like sure jumps down off of stuff and I'm just like what the fuck is going on but I do love the scene where they pick up the guy the, mil- the guy I was talking about that was in the water with the Bloody bloaty zombies. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. They pick I him think that's up. Octaviano. What yeah. They pick him up off the side of the road. This is like shortly before the dude she's with turns. And they're just driving, and then he's like, I'd want your blood, like all of a sudden out of fucking nowhere. And that's just the one, like yeah. that's the scene. And it tries to attack her. I'm like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> and like that old... That's Back and totally forth was so
1: stupid. They, I, am not trying to like discredit them, but I totally think they ripped that from yeah. fucking Return of the Living it was Dead. was rough because in Return of the Living Dead, he's like, "I can smell you, and why won't you let me eat your brains?" Like that. Yeah.
0: He was like, I want your bl-. it was just so weird.
1: It's like they wanted to make a similar scene where it was like that. Yeah, like where I the don't love know. like the love between them was really shaken. Yeah. But like I think Return of the Living Dead did it better.
0: Yeah. I don't know. To me it was it was a weird moment.
1: One last one I want to mention real quick is the refrigerator zombie head flying scene. Do you remember that?
0: Oh, God. Yes. Yeah. Where then
1: it's just insanely ridiculous. But he opens up a fridge in this kitchen because they're looking for food. And of course, they walk away from the pack in the middle of this fucking crisis. And you know, something's going to fucking happen. Yeah, Part
0: two where this happens. Right. Yeah. So
1: then. So he opens the fridge and the heads just like <laughs> flies out of the thing, bites the dude on the neck repeatedly. And the girl gets attacked by these weird finger Zombies. Yeah. Um but I like
0: both of that. Like the that whole scene was cool.
1: Apparently Fulci said that this scene in particular, he said it was the most clever thing he ever came up with and it he was truly proud of. <laughs> I was like, What? That's cute. It's cute. Yeah. I mean, I don't wanna
0: it's so stupid. I don't wanna you like know, the he, part with the chick I thought was cool. Um like that moment was interesting. But the, but the head, the head was, so was so yeah, it was so cheese ball (laughs) but I loved it I I
1: mean I think it's funny it's memorable
0: (laughs) but yeah oh my god so good
1: Wow, stupid we did watch part four guys (laughs) and we're gonna try to get through these as quick as we can but you know there is is so much information on some of these like I said this is the encyclopedia of (laughs) zombie three and four
0: so the next movie we did guys was zombie four after death which was released supposedly-ish in 1989. That's what we're going to go with. General breakdown is a woman goes back to the island where her parents were killed. They'd been working on supposedly some type of cure for cancer and accidentally ended up raising the dead and angering a voodoo priest. With with the woman is a group of mercenaries and they meet up with some other researchers and eventually they raise the dead again and all hell breaks loose. (laughs) So as you can tell, this is a little bit of a weirdly convoluted story that doesn't make a whole lot of fucking sense but it's a zombie <laughs> movie so um it was directed by claudio Fergasso, um as clyde anderson
1: you don't need to go through all the movies we've already um, done it
0: we, yeah i was gonna say we've already gone through all these so right. i'm not gonna go through that again uh, it was written by rosella judy which is claudio Fergasso's wife who wrote the screenplay she has also done screenplays for cop games strike commando 2 II, zombie 3 Double target, etc., etc., etc. Yeah, they're a
1: team. So yeah,
0: they basically work on everything together. Um, I'm not gonna go over everybody who stars in this movie because it's what.
1: Also, uh, the, the Al Festa did the music, and it. Oh. it was also known as Al Caffone. Yeah, Caffone. Caffone. And this special effects guy on this was again Franco Di Girolamo. Yep. So the team, as we've been mentioning for the production.
0: Yeah, everybody comes all back together. Right, yeah. The team's back together again. Got the band <laughs> back together. Get um, the
1: band back together, man. Let's make Zombie 4, bro. Bro.
0: <laughs> I picked a handful of people from the movie. I'm not going to go down the whole list because there are a lot of them again. So I have Jeff Stryker, who plays Chuck who is from The Good Time Girls, Dirty Love, Heartless, and a bunch of other movies. Okay. Candace Daly, who plays Jenny, who was in Hell Hunters, Cop Game, Liquid Dreams, and she was in several episodes, if not seasons, of The Young and the Restless, Mm. interestingly enough. Yeah. Mossy Movani, who plays David, who's in Violent City, The Last Hunter, Warriors of the Wasteland, Shocking Dark, etc. Zombie 3. Etc. Etc. I was like, we talked about him earlier. Too.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> um. It also has Jim Gaines, who plays Dan, who has done Black Fire, Blood Hands, Robo Warriors. Don Wilson, who plays Tommy, who is actually a pretty well-known actor.
1: I think it's Robo War. Is
0: it Robo War? Why did I put Warriors? I don't know. You know what? I probably got auto corrected. Yeah, to that's what I was thinking. Yeah. <laughs> so Robo Robo-War. Wars uh also has Don Wilson who is actually a pretty well known actor who plays Tommy. He was in the entire all the series movies for Blood Fist. He was also in Batman Forever and hmm. Inferno. Nice. You'll notice if you look him up you'll be like holy shit it's that guy. It was that moment for me. Anyway, <laughs> uh last but not least I put James Sampson who played the voodoo priest. He's in Zombie City, of The Living Dead, Shocking Dark, Dark Bar Et cetera et etc et
1: oh, that was the guy from City of the Living Dead yes you're a comic book version of a a, a cop see si. <laughs> so it's in that book you call enoch <laughs> it's just like what's it called enoch I'd find things such fascinating things as this very appealing to someone as your your job as a sleuth <laughs> And then the fire comes, come right up out of the floor. It's,
0: it's City <laughs> of the Living
1: Dead. Sorry, I love it. I'm sorry. I'm a nerd.
0: Uh, <laughs> Alex's nerd out moment. It's that it? guy, though. I had no idea. I, that's why I was like, I've got to mention this. Like, even though he's only <laughs> in it for like a split second, he's not in it for a really long time part but he's in it right off the bat and, and he still has a cool role i thought and he. Was where's the
1: stash flush down the toilet <laughs> that's, that's fucking that oh man i'm sorry and i'm then nerd.
0: couldn't find who plays the fucking zombie priest's wife and it bums me out because she is my favorite character in the entire movie okay so she has some of the most memorable moments for me but
1: well there's an interesting story on that too you know that right what that beginning of the whole movie, Mm-mm. okay. Well, we'll talk well, about yeah, it in the trivia. I got you I, tell me. Well, because I watched the, the, the special features right. and stuff, so yeah, I, I might know a little bit. Yeah, I didn't, so yeah, you don't I, have it exactly. So, so that's, I
0: was like, Alex probably knows them. And you're like, there's so <laughs> much stuff, and I was like, is there though? <laughs> I'm like, I have some things. <laughs> so, what did you think?
1: Um, well. Let me even preface this because she kind of tells you what the story is. But the very beginning, what she was talking about with the voodoo priestess and the, the witch doctor, there's a like a witch doctor that uses voodoo to open the th- quote unquote third door to hell because some shitty scientist apparently accidentally killed his daughter or couldn't ki- like help her in some way.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, they so, do kind of explain that. Yeah, so he opens later.
1: the door by sacrificing his wife to the hell demons. Right. Okay. Which makes no sense. Which, of course, unleashes an all too familiar plague yet again on the living on an island. Uh, And this one probably, I would say, stays a little bit more true to the zombie, the first zombie movie story, just because of the voodoo element and it's on an island. And, And, of course, scientists are trying to beat death and they're studying all this crap. So, of course, the dead come back to an island. But these, this one seems a little bit different than the others. They, they, seem a little bit more demonic, like the, the, the yeah, zombies. Yeah, they're, they're like a cult. It's really weird. It like is weird. It's very unique, though, because of that. I'm not saying it's it's better, but they have claws sometimes, black-handed claws, <laughs> Yeah, who bleed black or green shit from their mouths all the time and have weird, dead-like abrasions all over their face. Like, half their faces are covered in this weird prosthetic stuff yeah i mean it's it's clearly prosthetic because of the 1080p but if you were to watch this in dvd or vhs quality where what they had it's pretty kinda much muddy. Yeah. yeah it's kind of muddy. but they i don't know i thought it was i thought it was kind of cool what they did because it's not your typical zombies and but some of the typical more regular ones were wearing these black wet cloths like garb over them i think it was done on the cheap because it covered anything that they would have to do prosthetic stuff on. Right. So they use this. This is like a technique and they didn't mention that, but I just it just seems like.
0: That's what I thought.
1: Right. Then obviously we fast forward 20 years where the little girl who escaped because her family got murdered on this island and she runs off. I don't even know how. The, oh, she gets back to the boat. It's really weird. Anyway, so she escaped the whole ordeal. She returns 20 years later to the island because she's chilling with some band of soldiers of fortune, you know, like these, these married, mercenaries, these right? ba- merry band of soldiers of fortune. <laughs>
0: <laughs> are all ridiculous, and then there's like one sort of hot dude, and then the others are just like
1: really. Which one?
0: The what's his name? The main one, Striker, or whatever.
1: Oh, you know it's. Funny. I know I okay. have something about that. Yeah, <laughs> they, uh, they are. They uh, are. You know, they're ready to take on the demonic island, voodoo dead, zombie thingies. So that was pretty cool, I guess. Um, but anyways, the story I think is much better than I think I gave it credit before. I've seen it probably four or five times at least before this. So, watching it again, it had been a long time, and I think, because I I didn't really remember a lot of it, so this time I think I was much more focused, specifically because, you know, we have to review these things, so I'm probably a little bit more laser-focused, but I think, you know, at the very least, this story is a bit easier to tolerate than Zombie 3, in my opinion.
0: It, yeah, which is weird, because I feel like there's a lot of elements
1: well, it's more, it's, it. it just seems like it, it flows is, better. It does flow better, yeah. I don't know, and it's for it probably... For being as crazy as it is. Well, and probably because they had so many people, like, too many cooks in the kitchen yeah. on the third one, and they right. were, like, changing things all the time, so they didn't really have time to pace it out and everything. Um, but this one, you know, I don't know, it just felt like it It kind of flowed. It definitely takes more risks to do some original shit, in my opinion, for the zombie genre, whether you like it or not, uh, whether it's a good movie to you or not not i personally think it does kind of pay off in the end and it's kind of unique and i will watch it again and i don't know i was surprised because i always remember th- liking three and the birds one for some odd reason <laughs> even though it's like completely different than the yeah, rest i kind of want to see the bird one. i know i I, well, I have it here but
0: it looks crazy i
1: don't know just felt more unique to me um maybe a, a more interesting cast like, the characters were more unique and uh, stood out a little bit more. They had more personalities, in my opinion. Whereas, like, I couldn't even think about, like, the different characters and the third one. Right. Like, it was just, like, three military guys, this other guy, you know, it didn't really make sense to me. So, I it, if I had to pick between the two, by the way, which we're gonna do after this, it's gonna be really hard for me, because I still don't know. Yeah. So, because there's different I like things. Both for different reasons. Right. That's what I'm saying.
0: That's how I feel about it, too. Right. So it's, it's really hard to choose
1: and a lot of people really didn't like three when it came out so and i don't think many people like this one too too much either so
0: i like the fact that all these zombies are like kung fu masters
1: yeah, this one's a little more gory, too. It
0: is. Yeah, especially in the beginning. It's fucking cool.
1: Right. There's some pretty cool stuff in <laughs> There's it.
0: like, I'm like, when did they... What? They're all like these kung fu fighting zombies. The shit is
1: going on. Like, <laughs> 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 I'm like, oh, my God. Everybody's... We're fast as con- lightning. Copyright strike. Copyright <laughs> strike. Copyright. Eden
0: <Eatin'> brains. <laughs> 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 anyway, but yeah, fucking hilarious. I was like, why is this happening?
1: (laughs) There's some pretty ridiculous stuff in it, but I, I just like, I admire it, that it actually took some risks and tried to do something a little bit more unique, even though it kind of reminds me of, like, the blind dead uh collection of movies that were like on ships and they had like these garbs because they're like ancient fucking Mm -hmm. you know things and and i don't know i just there's something about it that i i don't like it in this movie i i wanted to see full-on zombies but i I respect it for trying to do something a little different so and and it kind of to be honest Like, the zombies just made me feel like I was watching a demons movie more than I was a zombie movie. Yeah, they don't
0: look like zombies. Which
1: I don't think is a bad thing. Like, I actually really like it.
0: Yeah. To me, it felt very cult-like. Like Like I don't know. They were like these weird cult witch-type creatures that had melty faces and ate people. I don't know. Right. They're still very human characteristics to them. And they were smart in... I don't know.
1: Yeah, well, they talked.
0: Yeah, they talk and they're they still. That's, that's why they don't. It, it didn't feel zombie esque to me the entire time. I they just like seemed like, more like
1: infected demons or something.
0: Yeah, demons are fucking crazy cult members. Right. I don't know. It was strange, and they all had the same clothes on, and uh, and they stopped yeah, they, when the candles were lit around the key to. Yeah, they had help. like a
1: lot of weird shit.
0: Yeah, I was like, what is going on? <laughs> but it was still interesting. It was interesting enough for me. I don't know. I I liked the story, even though it was really messy.
1: Yeah. Well, um, I don't know. I, felt, I don't know.
0: Well, go, It did flow better.
1: I really feel like it flowed better one, than the third one. But it, I still
0: feel like this story has a lot of moving parts to it that don't all...
1: Oh, it's too... It's fucking crazy. Yeah, it's got a lot of moving parts Yeah, this it's one. It, yeah. It a
0: lot to it. It's the same with the third one. There's a lot of elements to it, but that one, they have a lot of side stories, but it still stays to the same concept, just a bunch of different characters. For
1: example they weren't really clear that it was 20 years later no. uh in the beginning of the movie when all this shit happens. It just fucking jumps to 20 years later and you're left going, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So if like you weren't listening to this one sentence, you would have missed out the whole fucking thing. So it took me more than half the movie to figure out what the fuck had just happened Yeah, and that they were just looking at this like weird thing in the beginning. But there's also a reason why it's a little uh shambled and we'll probably get into that right now for the trivia. Yeah,
0: I just had some little fun things for trivia and it sounds like you have some more interesting stuff um, Okay, especially because you had access sure, to yeah, all the yeah. extra stuff so we were talking about the kind of hot guy right jeff striker uh the actor that played chuck right he is one of the big stars who's actually better known for his roles in both straight and gay porn
1: right his name in the movie was actually chuck payton chuck payton yeah, that was his name, but then they, you know, in IMDb, it's Jeff Stryker, mm-hmm. so.
0: Uh, this was his first non-pornography movie. Yes. So that's cool, buddy. <laughs> Glad this was your first choice to not do porn. <laughs> he should have boned someone on this on screen, because that would have uh, been cool.
1: Actually, did did he you know just what- just
0: boned a zombie, that would have been dope.
1: Do you know what kind of porno star he was?
0: I said straight and gay.
1: No, he was mostly gay. Yeah, well, he was most, popular. Mostly like, gay, but yeah, gigantic in Germany. Like he's <laughs> sweet. <laughs> they have a fucking action figure of him.
0: Are you serious? A
1: twelve-inch action figure that it's was made.
0: Twelve-inch dick too.
1: Uh, I I never seen it. Dude, the interview with him was so fucking cool, dude. Like he is the nicest fucking Aww, guy.
0: I want to see that. like
1: his laugh is so infectious, and like Christina and I are like, oh man, I He's really like, like, like him. As shit. Oh, that's huh? awesome.
0: He's like really personable. Right, yeah. That's fucking cool. I like that. I mean, that's he was I liked him a lot. Like he was my favorite of the group of friends character, well, I guess. And, I don't and it's know. funny
1: too, because he was such a big porn star, like gay porn star, that it kind of ruined his chances in the movie making industry. He was saying that, like, you know, someone like Sylvester Stallone, where he was in porn for a little bit, didn't really get his big, you know, star in the porn industry, and he became a, a huge success. Well, he had already moved up in the tiers of porn and became a huge star. And yeah, you got a porn action figure, like. Right. And so he was like, he was saying that because of that, I think his aspirations to be in the movie industry more than the porn industry kind of got ruined. But he did say that even though his chances is because of being in porn, it ruined his chances with being in in the film industry. He's still breathing. So it's not over yet. And I just like that. I thought that was fucking great. I fucking love the guy. Your
0: aspirations are not over.
1: Sir. His laugh. I got to show you this after we're done just yeah, so wanna, you can see it. I
0: want to fucking I want to hear it. Um, We were talking a little bit about the music for this. So the singer of the main fucking ridiculously glorious 80s theme song that is running throughout this movie. Yeah. Um, Mauricio Sarantola. Later joined an Italian Led Zeppelin tribute band called Custard Pie. <laughs> he was the lead singer from 93 until 1997, and then later in 2006 he started singing in an Italian White Snake tribute band called Coverdale. 2 years later the band ended up splitting up, and nowadays he's singing in his new band Snake's Shadow, which is another Italian tribute rock band to White Snake. <laughs>
1: I used to listen to White Snake when I was I younger. Like White Snake. So <laughs> my buddy was a drummer and he loved them.
0: Yeah, I like White Snake, so I was like, oh, "That's
1: cute." Um,
0: so the majority, we talked about this a little bit too. The majority of the cast for this was English-speaking performers, uh, but their voices were dubbed in post-production. Uh, Actually, and they did a good job. They, this time. they did, but you could tell. Like I was, they're speaking English, right? Like, I was like, There's, okay. I was like, why are they dubbing this? <laughs>
1: they like, did a really good job. But
0: they did. It's not terrible at all. I was actually. It was really a shocked.
1: complete change from the third one.
0: Yeah. I was like, Night holy day.
1: shit. This is like, you know, the kung fu action movies <laughs> where you see that, like, not matching at all. I
0: know, but I love that. <laughs> I love badly dubbed movies. It gives it character. Last but not least, I have that After Death and Strike Commando 2 were actually shot back to back at the same time due to both the films having to require the same camera for two separate productions.
1: Right, because they didn't have all the equipment that they needed. What fucking
0: yeah. pure hell is that? And this was filmed in the Philippines too, I believe, right? Some of the scenes yes. in the beginning were filmed in like Rome or something, but then the majority of this was also the in the The first 10
1: minutes is shot in Rome in yeah. a studio, the same studio that uh, apparently the church was made in with the same set. Interesting. Actually. Makes sense. And they even shot in the same area that they shot Zombie 3 in the Philippines with the same kind of crew and people that did it because... If you guys didn't know this, Zombie 3 is the first zombie movie ever made in the Philippines, period. Really? Yes. Uh, But Zombie 4, they went back because of the people they worked with. For one, it was cheap- and two, because, you know, they're making movies with, like, lower budgets than most anybody. Right. It's probably bigger for some, but...
0: They kind you, of established, like, you know...
1: Yeah, it was Cut Corner City. Yeah. Like, that's what this fucking production was yeah. all about. Go but back yeah. where you're familiar. But yeah, you, you're you right. Actually, and Bruno Matei uh, was, like you said, was working on Strike Commando 2. Fregasa was kind of talking about that. He said that during the day he would film Strike Commando... And then at night, he would film the fucking Zombie 4, or After Death is what they called it, mm-hmm. uh, before they changed it. But they wanted to market it as a zombie film afterwards because it would helped. And apparently, the Zombie 4 movie got more attention, I think, than Zombie 3 huh. because of that.
0: It makes sense.
1: I don't know why, but yeah. So, but yeah, they were like going back and forth. And he said there was a, like a scene or he was talking about a time where Bruno and him were in a helicopter with a one-eyed helicopter pilot who had a patch over his eye. No. And he was like, this is bad luck. Like, yeah. this is bad luck, you have guys. You no depth
0: perception. How are you driving? Flying a helicopter driving. How are you flying a fucking helicopter?
1: They wanted to do an (laughs) Apocalypse Now, like, 13 helicopter scene. And so when they were filming that during this time when they were filming After Death as well for Strike Commando, they were up in the air and a typhoon happened. And it threw the fucking helicopter out of whack. And they almost crashed. And he said that while they were going, spinning around, he was like, why do I have to die with you here, <laughs> Bruno, <laughs> <Aww>. for <Gassa. laughs> Well, they're, they're, you know, they're really good buddies, mm. but I, I just thought that was really funny. So what else this, did you have? This
0: is how I die. I know,
1: right? I thought that was funny, this but they, they obviously die. saved it. But apparently the whole place, because of the typhoon, the whole city, the whole thing that they built underwater for $100,000, gone. So they had to pay $5,000 to a regular city, another city cuz guys, I mentioned this before, their their Philippines has floods, like these mass Thompson. floods every fucking like couple of months and it just wipes everything out. So they just rebuild their houses in these smaller places. So they paid them the whole the whole town $5,000 to do this That's to it. reshoot the 13 helicopter scene. Fuck. And he said that when they were, like, shooting at people, that the the people in the fucking movie were smiling and shit because they were getting paid yeah. so much money because they were like, we were going to redo this anyway.
0: <laughs> Thanks, bro. <Yeah. laughs>
1: Thanks so. for the
0: 5Gs, which I have no idea how much that actually translates to in Philippine money.
1: Yeah, it's... I don't know. Fuck, I don't know. I've never been probably to Probably a lot of fucking money. <laughs> this was probably out of the two... The interview with Fergasso and um, Rosella Rudy, this, this particular interview about this movie was my favorite of the two. I loved it. Out of all of them in there, this was the, I don't know, it's like, it was almost like Fergasso was like a different person in this one versus the other one. Like he was very careful about what he said in Zombie 3, but when it came to Zombie 4, they just kind of unleashed the, the fury.
0: Yeah, I think it was just to be respectful.
1: Probably. You know, there is a lot of respect for Fulci, and I don't blame them one bit. Just to be have worked on anything with the man is amazing. Right. We've been talking about the whole intro scene where the the witch and his wife... His wife, yeah. ...who goes into hell and dies and all this other shit. That was added after the movie was shot, because the movie was 10 minutes short of being a feature. Huh. So, Claudio Fragasso hired the people at the studio to do the one with the church and everything to do that and they were they shot you know everything there so that's interesting
0: because it it feels like it's an afterthought
1: well he even said he hates the 10 minutes in the beginning i thought it was good but i liked it yeah i did the best
0: parts are when she's fucking eating people
1: i thought so too yeah so cool I thought, well, just the fact that she's changing it kind of reminded me of a Demons movie. Yeah. That's why I got excited. I was was like, oh, fuck, this might be good. I haven't seen this in a while. Why did I forget this?
0: Yeah, it was really fucking interesting. Like, that she's my favorite character in this entire movie. Right. And I don't know who the fuck she is all of the makeup and stuff. So I don't know. I, I don't know. You probably have more before I jump into scenes, but. And oh yeah. No, I got to
1: tell this one story yeah. that Fergasso told. It was so fucking, I was literally laughing by myself out loud, just cracking up at this story, guys. You're going to love this. So Fergasso talks about how the Philippines and, and you know, how, how a lot of like film crews have been there and a lot of the film crews have not been as exactly respectful of, of the Philippines and the people who work there and shit like that even though he says like they're really great hard workers and they really care about this fucking shit so he's telling the story about where he was visiting because he stayed in a hotel for the majority of the time in this hotel all the like higher up people working on the films probably the actors and stuff like that while all the Filipino people had these like barracks where they just like we're in these, you know, boxes with like ha- like, you know, bunk beds and shit like that that they stayed in. Well, apparently, Fergasso ended up going out to visit them, and they were so ecstatic that they literally made a huge feast for him because this was like a huge honor. He'd been the first director to ever give them any honor whatsoever, and they wanted to do it up. So they brought this gigantic fish. He said it was so big that he didn't know how they fried the fish like That's fucking crazy, like he said it, he you know he said it didn't taste like anything it was awful, but <laughs> oh. he said that he you know acted like it was good because he didn't want to be impolite or anything yeah. like that. and then um he said that the people from the Apocalypse Now movie, where they made the movie there before were really treating them like utter shit. so to have him sit down with them was like this huge fucking deal so. They celebrated with him, and he said that eventually he was looking at them. They were drinking and having beer, and they were drinking this coconut rum, I guess. And he said all of a sudden he started looking at them, and he started seeing Filipino people with long noses. And long ears and distorted faces. And he was like, what's going on? And one of the people in the party told him that they had given him a a strong hallucinatory drug uh, that would make him hallucinate. And it was this coconut rum that he was drinking. He said it was stronger. He's like, I've done some shit in my day. You know, I've done some fucking fucked up shit in my day. But this was the strongest thing I've ever I've ever experienced. He said that uh, one of the only things he remembers from that hallucination and that whole experience uh, before he like went off is them carrying him like he was Jesus Christ through the streets all the way to his hotel. <laughs> and he said they carried him all the way to his bed. And then he was just like, he said he had a horrible night the rest of the night. <laughs> I'm sure. Because he, he didn't realize what the fuck had happened. Oh, but, um, this is
0: fucking awesome, though.
1: Yeah, but yeah. I want be
0: carried through the streets like Jesus. So he's like, not Just don't. not nailed to a cross.
1: <laughs> right. Preferably. I was laughing, though, because I'm like, I can imagine all these people like carrying him on their hands, like up on, you know, like. <laughs> Needless to say, he says, don't drink the coconut rum. <laughs>
0: It's <laughs> a good idea. Well, I don't take anything that someone just hands me, period. Right. I think that's just because I'm a, a lady. <laughs> and that's just a, sad, but a, it's a general rule you need to live by as a woman.
1: Right, yeah. Uh, don't yeah. take
0: something that's not well, sealed he, from someone you don't know. No, you know, he's
1: eating shit he doesn't like. He's drinking shit he probably doesn't care for. Yeah, but it, it, it,
0: there's a line you have to be careful not to cross when you try to be respectful in another
1: country. I just, I just thought that was a really so. genuinely cool story. That is really it, it, awesome. it made me look at Fragasso a little bit differently. Um Apparently, those Filipinos that they paid, all the different locals there, they paid them between one and three dollars a piece. So the people who got the three bucks were the people who took the most risks and put themselves into extremely dangerous positions. They were the kung fu fighters? No, they were like just like anything that would involve like risking their lives. These guys would get paid three dollars over
0: like a day or
1: I guess an
0: hour or I guess a day. Fuck that. Well, right. I guess then, who knows maybe that's like $200 in Filipino money I don't
1: maybe. know maybe I mean clearly it's cheaper than what they would have paid somebody else to do <laughs>
0: yeah I'd be like Three, fuck you they <laughs> said $3. That,
1: that the stuntmen didn't want to jump into this one lake thing they got pretty upset about one part because they were like fuck that I'm not jumping in there because if they yeah, missed yeah probably where
0: they got that giant fucking fish that, that <laughs> they <laughs> ate that could have eaten all of them yeah there was
1: a Loch Ness monster in it yeah, in Philippi- fuck. the it existed the at one point <laughs> Um,
0: you ate it and <laughs> said it wasn't good.
1: <laughs> he said he said that they were really passionate people, though, oh, sure. and, and that that you know they really worked hard, uh, to do this. So he's he has a lot of respect for them, and that's why a lot of Bruno and him, all of his movies are shot in the Philippines. If you see Island of the Dead or Big Be- Zombies, the beginning, uh, they're all in the Philippines. So pr- well, probably because of price mostly, but they've got a working relationship with them, so they well, do. yeah, and
0: they're you know, they respect them so then they respect them back
1: which by the way guys if you'd like us to see and and review Island of the Dead and Zom- or zombies the beginning let us know because I re- I bought them for at the convention and I think we should watch them um you know the the main star Candace Daly the blonde yeah. that was in the movie cute she's so pretty she was murdered
0: oh that's how she I saw that she died
1: she was murdered in December of 2004
0: yeah I saw that- I saw that she died and she was only in like her mid 30s or something she right. was really young and so i was like i meant to look into what happened to her but i completely spaced it
1: well they included an interview with her that was probably right before that happened Were well, obviously like a boyfriend or something probably obviously before it happened anyway she she had a, a really decent interview she kind of just talked about working there and how the conditions were uh, a little bit rough and how hot it was nothing real significant but it was interesting to see nonetheless so
0: how'd she like so she was murdered was it like a boyfriend
1: they didn't say like i tried boyfriend? to look it up too
0: can't find anything. couldn't find anything that's crazy
1: they didn't have any reports on it the only reason that i even know that is because in the um jeff striker interview he talks about it he was like "I, oh, you know I, I tried to find her and, and call her and then someone was like well you know she's been murdered right that's he crazy. said he didn't know how he didn't know why but that she was cut from her you know from life really really suddenly. Yeah, she was
0: in her mid-30s. Like, she was super young. Yeah, like, it's kind of fucked. I was like, something, like, something. she was a really good actor in this. Yeah, she was really good, and she's so fucking gorgeous. So that's why I was surprised to see that she hadn't really gone on to continue doing a lot of things, and then I was like, oh, because she's fucking dead. But um, let's move on to so this, some of the scenes that we really liked from this movie. All
1: right. Uh, I'm going to start
0: it off with you, because I went first last time.
1: Okay. We already kind of mentioned the witch doctor scene, where she goes in the hole and turns that. So we, that's, like, one of our favorites, right?
0: That's my favorite. Okay.
1: Did Period. you want to talk about it? or Because we kind of well, brought it up.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't really want to, like... I want people to watch it, to actually see it. because I, I think st- it's I better like
1: than they give it credit. It
0: is. It's so fucking cool. Like, I don't... She, like totally takes off this dude's face like rips it off and pe- I don't know it's she so sinks into cool. the
1: ground and like rips the guy's eyeball out yeah
0: it's so dope you guys like <laughs> I I was so stoked like watching it the, the entire time I'm like this is cool as fuck
1: she threw one of the dudes in a literal hell hole yeah <laughs> <just> <laughs> literal
0: and he's like, ah! <laughs> like
1: he just fell in he just
0: all slides in the fucking hole I'm like no! okay I don't even know if he said anything I just think like, <laughs> he just like slid down like face first yeah he tried
1: all... to stop himself that was about he it he stops
0: in his little legs are out and <laughs> then the you legs- just <laughs> His little, legs. <laughs> his little legs. Oh my god, it was funny. But yeah, like those gore scenes are legit as fuck. Like they that were That was cool. a good
1: yeah, like I, that's when I knew. I was like, "Oh, okay, this is going to be a little bit more gory." I yeah. like that.
0: There was one exploding head moment that came like way later in the movie right. and I was like, "Whoop, there's their one budget for an exploding head." <laughs>
1: one, one of the ones that's one scene that stood out to me is when they go into that cave 20 years into the future because okay, so we got the mercenaries with these two girls or two or
0: Three. There's three. Two. Yeah, there there's might be two, two or three. three. I don't dudes, remember. Three dudes, two girls.
1: Okay. So There's, there's mustache. Is that like a porno? Mu-
0: yeah. Mustache, <laughs> hillbilly, good looking dude. There might have been another guy, but I know there was at least three dudes, and then there's two chicks. The hot blonde girl that died, and then Wait, the, hold on a second. one's girlfriend.
1: There is one, two... Yeah, there's three dudes, two chicks. Three dudes, two chicks. Because I get mixed up because there's this alternate group of these researchers who were looking back to see what happened 20 years ago, which happens to be the girl who got away happens to be just in that area because, you know, mercenaries do what mercenaries do. They pick up hot chicks and... Check out Abandoned Islands for some reason. They start hearing all these monsters and everything. And like, she's like, I had a dream about zombies in the, in the, in the fucking thing. And it's all weird. of a sudden, all of her dreams come true pretty much. Basically. Um, Fortune teller. But they, this secondary group of researchers, there's these two guys and this one girl who go into this cave. I forget what they call it. I almost thought they said Dumbledore. It sounded I can, like it. It sounded like <laughs> it, it. Or weird. Gryffindor.
0: Yeah, something Harry Potter.
1: Yeah, it sounded like I was like, I kept listening to it over and over. I was like, I can't hear what she's saying. No. Anyway, so they go in there and they find this book of the dead. And not just a book that is a book of the dead in some sort of unknown language, but a book with the words (laughs) book of the dead on it. (laughs) Sounds legit. Yeah. (laughs) Just like uh, that shit made me crack up. Like, And it's like written like kind of ridiculous. It would look like a coffee table book that you would like. You know what I mean from the 80s and it's I don't know I just thought it was ridiculous.
0: It's like a handbook for the recently deceased. Yeah, it's like hey but go like, on down to
1: school. your Walden books or your fucking like whatever. <laughs> it looks like a fucking comical book that you would yeah. buy it's at like a, a fucking book. store. Yeah, like a you get joke it from book. like
0: Spirit Halloween uh Halloween time. That's where you get it.
1: That that scene stands out to me. What about you?
0: Yeah. Um mustache guy
1: with the band the headband ba- yeah.
0: yeah the the 80s looking porn it's i think it's like a 60s love it's child weird. band yeah and then there's like i don't know his name's like rod or something fucking stupid yeah uh, the one that his girlfriend like bites him out in the yeah outside. Ron's
1: the like the guy that should be wearing a shirt isn't wearing the hillbilly. One. Yeah,
0: yeah, the one, yeah, the one dude that should wear a shirt.
1: He's got meth mouth.
0: Yes, he is terrible. I'm, <laughs> I'm just so- like, ew. I'm
1: sorry. I but feel yes, bad. But. So he
0: dies outside because his girlfriend bites him. They see the other dude with the headband. Gets bit. S- sees him. Yeah, he ends up getting bit. And he's like, don't let me turn into one of these things or whatever. Like, you know, make sure you kill me before the, t- the change happens or something like that. Well, they fucking don't. Of, of course. course. Like, I'm like, you guys really shoot him in the fucking head. Like, they know he's going to die. They know he's going to change. And they just leave him there and cover him up with a sheet and then move on with the With their an M16
1: on his and chest. And he still
0: has the gun. I didn't even realize he still had the gun. Right. right so I'm, I'm like we're we're waiting and I'm like that guy's gonna come back to life and I'm just waiting for him to come up and like bite someone or something you know and then just be like you should have killed me or like something because <laughs> they all talk so I was waiting for some stupid comment or whatever and then cue this dude coming back from the dead and he just like sits up and rips the sheet off of him and he's got like a fucking AK-47 and he's oh, just like oh it's a M16, M16 yeah whatever I don't know guns it's a big gun that shoots more than one round at a time basically <laughs> and he's just like what the who does that? Like are you serious? Yeah, well
1: yeah, he comes back as a as a zombie as that A
0: zombie that shoots, shoots guns. Yeah. yeah. And he looks
1: completely cognizant like he's he's like ready to attack like he was going to shoot that person.
0: Right. And I'm like you guys already saw that your friend that left you with the gun knows how to shoot said gun.
1: Why did you leave it with Why him? Why did
0: you leave the other dead guy? Why didn't you just <laughs> kill him when he asked you to kill him for one? Why do you Leave him with the... Really? Right. And then the poor black guy gets shot in, like, every orifice of his body. Right, dude, and he lives
1: for the longest time. I know,
0: I'm like, you just fucking die. Hey, he
1: didn't die first, so that's a good thing, That is a
0: good thing. I was like, please don't kill him first. (laughs)
1: Come on. (laughs) Well, it's an Italian film, so, you know.
0: They're more respectful than (laughs) Americans, (laughs) apparently. apparently. um but I I don't know I just I thought that was hilarious and then that guy gets shot like in both knees in the stomach in the side in the middle of his back like right on his spine in his chest somewhere he gets shot like seven times at least continues to like crawl throughout the house and like still be a hero which is really cool but well, how does he believable. become a hero
1: what does he do tell him oh. oh he grabs a grenade guys yes. out of the bin of like all these grenades is box of grenades
0: yeah, like, and, box it's of so grenades. funny
1: too because he's like he's Like his buddy, the the fucking guy that should be wearing a shirt with the long hair, the meth mouthy dude, Rod. Rod Rod or Ron? I think it's Rod. Yeah, I think it is Rod. I don't know. You did you?
0: I didn't. Oh, you I didn't skipped say, okay. him, but I'm pretty sure it's Rod.
1: Okay. He's but, in a
0: bunch of military movies.
1: So he walks, Rod walks up to him and says, You know, we're together. Let's, we're back together or some shit like that. <laughs> and then the the other guy who's got the grenade says, We're together again forever. And he holds Pinned. up the grenade <laughs> after he pulls it out and th- and slams his hand down and the whole house explodes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Was like nice. That
1: <laughs> <laughs> was pretty cool, though. So
0: he's still like he was cool. I don't know. There was a
1: scene before that though that really made me laugh because like the guy with the long hair, Rod Math Mouthy.
0: Yeah,
1: he's like talk. He's like staring out into the dark. Because he's so badass. And this girl <laughs> comes up to him and she's just like, how can you just be out here in the dark? And he's like, well, when you've been, you know, under the gun of Charlie, you just understand these things and nothing really scares you. He said, but you know what I learned while being a man in war and I didn't know if I was going to die one day to the next. The only thing I wanted was a woman by my side. <laughs> and I want you. And she's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, no, no. not right now.
0: I'm good. I'm good. It's that meth mouse. Yeah, meth yeah. Meth yeah. mouth.
1: He, he could. Right. Let, he flosses with rope. Oh. Uh, but <laughs> uh, fucking dude, that shit made me oh. fucking blow no. up. And then they find out that their friend died from this bite. And they have to, he gets really pissed off. It's his girlfriend, I think. Oh, no, it's somebody else dies and he's like, well, if he's dying, I'm going out. If this is how we're all going to die, this slow death, he's like, I'm going to kill a few before I do. And he's like, yeah, and he runs out and fucking. (laughs) It's so great. It's so funny, dude. It's so glorious.
0: Like, I I, I was kind of sad when he was, like, gone, because I'm like, damn, he was funny. (laughs) Like, every scene with that dude in it is so stupid. He
1: was actually a really good actor. That's why I say these characters... None of them are bad. The black guy, and I can't think of his name. What is his... I don't... I don't know which character what he's Yeah, because some of played. these guys, some of these pictures, you don't even There's know no who picture. it is. Yeah, there wasn't a picture. And, and so it's I have hard no idea. to to be honest, like it's really hard. There were so many characters, so many names that you really just don't even know. Yeah, I'm
0: sure he's one of them that I said, but I don't
1: You know what I think I it is? It's, it's because they don't actually say their names enough in the movie for you to to really know. They don't. Except when they're dying. <laughs> yes. Um
0: So yeah, seriously. I only they only said the chick's name Jenny or whatever once. I only remember hearing hearing her name one time. And the only reason it resonated with me is my best friend's name. So I was just like, Jenna.
1: Like usually when I'm writing down these scenes, like I'll be like, God, what's his name? Like, fuck. I didn't, I didn't catch it. Or maybe I didn't. So I don't know. Anyway, do you have another scene?
0: Mm, I don't think so.
1: Really? Okay. I mean, there is probably more memorable scenes in the third one, I think, uh, than this one. But these are a little bit more unique as well. Yeah. Uh, besides the flying zombie head thing, which is so good. pretty unique.
0: So stupid, um, but so glorious.
1: One of the last ones I think of, and this is kind of spoiler territory, guys, so if you haven't seen this film and you don't want to ruin the ending, which is kind of eh. <laughs> yeah, um, at best. It is kind of <laughs> cool. Like I kind of wish it would have gone further and like all this shit goes on the leash. Basically... The, the, the only people that are left are the blonde haired girl and Jeff Stryker, who is, uh, gay porn guy. Yeah. He's part, they're like two different crews. Like she was the girl that was, that left the island when she was just like five years old. And she's 20 years later. So she's like 25 years old. And then she was with the fucking mercenaries. And then the guy who was part of the researchers, uh, the three people in that all died except for him. So he, it's just her and him. They go into this cave where the Book of the Dead is. And. She's, like, for whatever reason, she knows all this, like, voodoo lore. Yeah. And so she's, like, reads in the book that she has to sacrifice herself or somebody has to sacrifice themselves. Uh, and so she takes off her, her pendant because in the movie, they have this, like, row of candles, like, the circle of of safety or whatever. And if you put this medallion in the middle of it, it prevents the zombies from attacking her or demon zombies, whatever. She throws the medallion into the hell hole, this weird like cave hole, and it like all of a sudden explodes. And then she starts like turning into a zombie. So I guess that's her sacrificing herself, but no more zombies will come through. But the ones that exist stay, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. know. Stryker gets fucking punched through the stomach from the back. Oh, fuck. So I'm his stomach, yeah. so it's like the fist coming through his back. And, like, you see the hand kind of stretching the skin and everything. That look, was so cool. Yeah, it looked kind of cool. And her half of her face starts melting off. And she, like, pulls her eye off. And then she kind of looks like, um, like the chick... Like a chick from one of the City of the Living Dead movies where their face is all bloody.
0: I thought she looked so cool. I was like, I want that in like a t shirt.
1: Yeah, that was pretty cool. The eye looked a little weird.
0: Yeah. But like the little cutaway part that they did a little bit after that, like she looks so fucking cool. Like I totally would get a tattoo of that. Or like a t shirt or something. Like I thought she looked badass. And
1: it's it's kind of a dreary ending because nobody survives. Yeah, like literally everyone that's gone to that island, including her parents, all died. So she just gets turned into a zombie anyway. Spoiler alert.
0: Yeah. Then the demon, the hell portals may be closed. We don't really know.
1: Right. And I feel like, you know, I feel like these Bruno Mattei movies that we that I was talking about, the Island of the Dead mm-hmm. and the other one, like, I feel like they might be kind of Connected. related somehow. So I'm kind of curious to see um, what they did with that. So yeah. I don't know. So what did you think of these two? Like what did like after all said and done, all the stuff that we found out about it? Like what do you think? Which one did you pick?
0: I don't know. Really? I really don't know. Like I like. You it said that you I liked, liked the the, the third I liked one better. Both for two different reasons, though. Hmm. Like I like. Well, I like both for many different reasons. I should say it like, is tough.
1: I'm not gonna lie. There's but different
0: I, things. That I, I thought liked you had a
1: definitive answer. Mm-mm. Okay, this is how I'm gonna break it down. The third one has more rem- memorable scenes. Although the story isn't as good as the second one, even though the second one is real, or excuse me, the fourth movie is has a kind of better story. It flows better. Uh, It takes more chances. It's more unique. But I hated the zombies in it for the most part. Like, they're ridiculous and I didn't like them. But I did like the demonic aspect of some of the zombies and how they change. So I like it for that reason because it's almost like a different movie. And and technically, it was called After Death and it wasn't supposed to be a part of the zombie franchise at all.
0: It is technically a different movie.
1: Right. But they slapped on zombie for after death and to try to sell it so it's hard to compare but the third one you know you have Fulci who fucking hated doing the movie Um, I don't know like I I feel like the third one's just a little bit more jumbled following wise but it looked a little prettier at times yeah where the fourth one looked pretty and had some really cool moments in it so it's really hard like I don't know like I don't want to say like most people would be like zombie 3 of course because Fulci That's why they would say that. Right. And it's no no skin off his back. He didn't even like the fucking movie, nor did anybody for that matter. I'm going to
0: pick four because the voodoo priestess, voodoo priest's wife is the best for me
1: i like the I, demon-esque I love, love aspect her. but yeah, i, I just, hated I the zombies her. that they had in i it. did
0: too and that's the thing i really like the zombies from three right they're way I better like, than
1: the third one or the i like that one. whole
0: cult demon feel from the fourth one so right. i'm like mm, and I'm mixed. plus i like the acting better in the fourth one yeah
1: the characters are way interesting yeah
0: they're way more developed and and way cool, more unique where i thought they they worked well in the third one too but it, there's more unique moments in four than there is three however 3 does have that awesome stupid scene with the head flying out of the refrigerator, which is pretty cool.
1: (laughs) How about we say this? It's a stalemate in a way, but Zombie 3 is the better zombie film. Yes. Zombie 4 is the more unique one.
0: That's perfect. I That's, I'm okay with this. I, I,
1: it's hard to like, because I'm surprised that I actually enjoyed part four as much as I did. Uh, same. Um, it I, was, It. was. I don't know. Like I said, I think it just took more risks. I so. can't
0: draw a hard line in the sand on which one I would rather choose. Right. Over the other. So I, I like this compromise of three is a better zombie film. 4 is more unique.
1: And guys, seriously, like after hearing this now and everything that we've talked about, um would you pick the Zombie 3 movie just because faulty's attached to it or would you do you like the actually genuinely like the movie? Do you like 4 over 3? I mean, what how where do you land? Like honestly, I would love to hear you guys in We're the curious. comments below. <laughs> so yeah, definitely sound off, please. I would love to hear this cuz I'm going to put up a, po- a probably a poll to see which one everybody likes more. Um, and see and I'll probably put it up everywhere and then we'll fucking tally it up by the end of the week and see so if you're not following us on Facebook you're not following us on Twitter you're not following us on any of the social media apps all you gotta do is go to the bottom of this and we have a list of all of the different places you can go to the links there's little colored links at the bottom and you can add us everywhere you know obviously if you're following us on iTunes give us a review if you're following us on Podcast Addict give us a rating give us a rating on iTunes too whatever it really does go to help out a lot so but uh, love to hear from you guys um, and uh, you know thank you so much for coming by this week we'll obviously be back next week we're going to be doing a spoiler free review and maybe a spoiler review at the end of it we'll see we'll see because we're seeing an advanced screening, so I don't want to like ruin it for anybody. So we may just do a long spoiler review, do the news and everything, and spoiler then,
0: free review. Yeah, long. spoiler free. Sorry. Yeah.
1: For, we're gonna do a spoiler free review of Mandy uh, by Panos Cosmatos. So, but uh, thanks again for coming by, guys, and uh, we'll see you next week. And as always,
0: stay weird, monsters.